Good evening and thank you for joining us on the Voice of Many podcast with your host Yolanda and co-host Vanessa. This evening, everyone, we are blessed to have the opportunity to have with us um, our guest today, Ms. Kimberly Moses. She is a full-time minister. She's a publisher, author of 47 books. Um, She is the owner of Rejoice Essential magazine, and she has a beauty business as well. Um, If you would like to follow Miss Kimberly to to hear her on a um, pretty much daily basis, please go to her YouTube site. Uh, She is a YouTuber, and we're going to disclose that for you. But I just ask, Father God, just please allow your spirit to move and touch someone who needs to hear Minister Moses' story. So without further ado, welcome, Miss Kimberly Moses. Thank, Thank you for you. joining us. Thank you, Mr. Landa, for having me. Uh, if you will, um, like I said, we would like for you to just let others hear your story. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to let you take the floor from here. All right. So I did not grow up in church. I actually grew up as a Buddhist. So the thing is that God can use whoever he wants to use. Even if you are outside of the box, you don't fit in, you don't flow like everybody else, you look differently. God has an amazing plan for your life. I never thought in a million years I'll be where I am today preaching the word of God. So I'm just blown away. So I grew up as a Buddhist uh, and we grew up with a lot of demonic activity in our childhood home because we used to watch a lot of scary movies and people have to realize that the enemy comes into portals. So you gotta be careful. So I didn't know anything about Jesus. I didn't know anything about God. All I knew was just these spirits were in my room and I thought it was normal. So about the age of 12 years old, we wanted to leave the Buddhism religion and my mother had a falling out with a lady that was in, uh, in charge of the organization. And she put a curse on our family. All this bad stuff started happening where in two weeks, my baby sister fell off of a two-story balcony window, hit her head. Now she got a plate in her head now. She's in her mid-30s. My mother, she was driving on the highway. She could not hit the brakes. It would not work. So she had to run off the road and hit a tree so the car can uh, to stop. So her axle broke underneath the car. Then demons were chasing us out the house. So my father told one of his coworkers what was happening. And his coworker was a Christian. And he said, you need to get your family baptized in the name of Jesus. So at 12 years old, I got baptized in Jesus name. But we went to church maybe like two weeks, but we stopped going to church. But I knew, okay, well, Jesus is real because he broke the curse. Mm-hmm. But because we didn't go back to church, you know, that stuff started coming back again. So I remember I made a vow in my heart at 12 years old because we used to watch a lot of reality shows. But I made a vow. I said, OK, when I get 18, I want to be an exotic dancer. So that's what I set out to do. So I decided to be an exotic dancer. And I did that for about three years. So on my 21st, when I was about 21 years old, one day I got up. And I felt evil for the first time, like I was about to die. I felt like I was about to die. And I heard the devil speak to me for like the first time. And he said, you're going to die today. And I shook it off. I was like, no, nah, I ain't going to die. I ain't going to die. You know, you know how you think you're young and invincible. Like nothing mm-hmm. can happen to you. So around that time, my, my baby sister 
um, just got saved. One of my sisters got saved and she was begging. She's like, please go to church with me, Kimberly. Please go to church with me. And I was like, nah, I don't know. So she gave me a Bible and I put that Bible in my passion receipt and I rode around with that Bible for like two weeks. So that day I heard the devil tell me I'm going to die. It's like, whatever. So I remember getting in the car, going to, uh, on, on the way to go to the club. And all of a sudden it was like a, a movie in slow motion where I looked up and I saw the car getting ready to hit me. But I was like, nah, this car can't hit me because there's an empty lane right beside me. So this car actually rammed into me in the back, of, back into my car. And to make matters worse, another car came because it was raining really hard at night and hit me again. So I got hit twice. But it's the crazy part. I thought I was dead. I got out of the car hysterical, right? And the, late, the, the lady that hit me, she got out the car, she grabbed me or whatever like that to calm me down. But I never forget, I just remember at the time I had braces, those popped off. I had an eyebrow ring uh -huh. that popped off. Glasses, um, like glasses scattered all across the highway, CDs, credit cards. But I never forget that same Bible my sister gave me two weeks prior. It was across the road somewhere and a firefighter, because he, you know, the firemen are the first ones at the a scene of an accident he looked at the car shook his head and he looked at me and he shook his head some more like you should not even be here then he picked up the bible and he said here young lady this saved your life and handed me the bible mm -hmm. so i knew the reason why i did not die that night when the devil told me i was going to die because of god so after that I, you know i was a little bit hurt mm -hmm. and broken you know I had to go to a chiropractor for six months mm -hmm. i had to wear a neck brace but after i got it together I went to, you know, went to that job, the strip club, cleaned out my locker. I never looked back. One of these church mothers at the church my sister was going to, I <coughs> finally went. And um, she invited me to her house for a Bible study. And she began to tell me about the Holy Spirit and the evidence of speaking in other tongues. When she laid hands on me, matter of fact, the whole time I was crying like a baby. Because I felt the presence of God all over me and I could not stop crying. She laid hands on me and out of my mouth came a heavenly language, like some kind of, you know, just a language like, wow, is this me speaking? But it was the Holy Spirit speaking through me with tongues. And she invited me to the church where her and my sister were going. And then I got baptized. And I gave my life to Jesus Christ. So that was at the age of 21. And I just started, you know, living for God and seeking God. But because I wasn't raised in the church, I, I was still a babe for a long time. So it actually took me going through a wilderness encounter in 2014 when I really got to know Jesus for myself. Because I said, Jesus, I want to know you for myself. Mm -hmm. I know you through my ex-husband. I know you through other people in church, but I need to know you are real for myself. So when I prayed that prayer, I lost everything. You hear me? I lost everything. I was on my way to go to school mm -hmm. uh, to be a medical doctor. That door closed. I didn't understand it. I said, God, you know, I got degrees, a chemistry degree, a biology degree, and my resume is awesome, God. You know, I've been working so hard. I didn't know until God showed me later that my school was an idol. You know, God, <laughs> he's a jealous God, and he, he hates idols. So uh, I, I didn't understand why I kept getting all these rejection letters because I worked so hard. But God was actually rerouting me to preach his word at the time, right? So then everything started drying up. The doors on my, my my job as a respiratory therapist started drying up and I, I couldn't make no money. I was like, God, I don't understand why I can't get no hours and I could barely pay anything. But during that wilderness experience, I got to know the Lord Jesus Christ myself. He called me to preach his word. So from 2014, that's when God showed me that I had to write some books. 
2017, that's when God said, okay, you got to do your publishing business. Uh, and, and that's a little bit of my story. So I'm going to stop because I feel like you want to ask something. No, I just, it's, it's so important because we tend to judge people based on the things they have done in life. Yes. We don't understand the path that they've walked down. We don't understand what God is directing them to, but he has to first bring us through so he can Mm -hmm. use us as his vessel and to be able to go forward and birth his word and be Mm -hmm. able to use us as the testimony. And Mm -hmm. your testimony is what matters so much into drawing others and to say, hey, Minister Moses went through all of this. She tried to do certain things, but yet still God has a way of directing. If he, he wants to use us and that's it, allowing him to use us is the whole thing. And a lot of us feel that um, we're never good enough. And that's because of what people have told us, the perceptions that people have of us but they don't know who we are because they don't know whose we are. That's right. That's right. And and another thing I would add to woman of God, that's so true. Like for, for years, I felt like I had nothing to offer because I went through a divorce for years. I felt like God won't listen to me because I have a horrible past, like being a stripper, you know, and shame would come upon me. And then God took me to the word in Romans 8 and 1 that there's no there's no combination of those in Jesus Christ who walk in the spirit. So that's why God began to tell me just to tell your testimony, because the enemy can no longer hold anything over my head. And, you know, who the sun sets free. I'm free indeed. I'm not going backwards. And I've been on fire for God ever since. So we have to really get delivered from people and people's opinions, because the Bible says that a fear of a man brings a snare but those who trust in the lord jesus our god will be secure so mm-hmm. our security is in god and i had to realize that the hard way especially like not being raised in the church and there is an anointing that the holy spirit will put on your life where when you show up heaven is showing up when you open up your mouth god said that his word in our mouth would be like a hammer that breaks the rock and pieces are like fire in our mouth so mm-hmm. we're literally coming forth with the fire God in our mouth, speaking his word. And people are getting healed, delivered, set free. Demons are being cast out. Lives are being transformed. So it's about yielding to God, even if you're scared. And I had anxiety for five years. And the reason why I had anxiety, because when I got saved, again, I was backslidden too. I was in church. And so, so, many, of, so many of us are in church, but we're actually backslidden. Mm-hmm. We're lukewarm or either cold and we're carnal and we're watching things that actually grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that was me for a long time. I, we, we, some of us don't pray. We don't read our word. Um, we don't fast. We don't we don't even commune with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to have daily bread, go to God daily. And that was me. So for many years, I was a backslidden Christian and I was actually running from the call and I was full of fear. I didn't even know how to pray. I remember being so embarrassed where it was like some couples, we were all together and it was going around the circle and each of them were praying. And when it got to me, I didn't have anything to say. All I could say, 
God bless us in Jesus' name, really. And everybody was praying these prayers and your words, it was flowing. And I didn't have no flow because I didn't know the word of God. So through, through the hardships and trusting God, then God began to show me. And I want to encourage somebody, even if you are the worst season of your life, that is your training ground. The warfare is your training ground. Adversity is your teacher. That adversity has taught me, you know, how to pray, how to fast, how to seek God, how to worship God how to get a hold of Jesus because God is a very present help in our time of need. That warfare has made me who I am today where I can look the devil in the face and set my face like a flick and say, devil, get thee behind thee. You can't stop the move of God. You can't stop what God wants to do in my life or other people in Jesus name. So, and also about testimony, we're, we're supposed to testify no matter what yeah. you go through because we all go through things in life. And when we testify, the enemy is defeated. We're literally giving the enemy a black eye and we're, we're literally sealing with the blood of Jesus, everything that God has brought us through out of. So the enemy is overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So this is why it's so vital. Just go ahead and testify about the goodness of God, because some of us should have been dead, especially in this pandemic. Some of us should be sick, but God brought us out like I had COVID twice, but God brought me out. But mm -hmm. I can look around and I can just go on social media. And it hits me hard. Like, God, these people didn't come out, but you saw what fit. You still got plans for me, right? God still has a plan for you when you're still here. That COVID didn't take you out. That the plans of the enemy concerning your life were thwarted and frustrated. He still has an amazing plan for you. And it's not over for you yet. Even if you are in the storm or the wilderness, God has something great for you in Jesus' name. And I'm going to pass it back over to you, woman of God. So I feel like you <laughs> Vanessa, I'll let you go. Oh my! Mm. No, I'm just listening to what she's saying, and it it does make a lot of sense. Like, um, I have friends who are going through similar things that you went through, as far as seeing spirits and not knowing what to do. Or um, I also have another friend who she was Buddhist and then thought about becoming a nun and going through different things. And I'm always like, well. Maybe you're not settled because you're not, you know, following down the path you should. And God's always there. And what you're saying is very true. Like if things in if your parents aren't settled or in the church, but you're old enough to go to the church and be in it yourself. There's no excuse as far as not following it. If you have others around you trying to show you the right way, it's you just got to try there's no harm in trying, especially whenever you've been shown mercy over and over again, which only leads to one road and that's God. Yeah. And I'm happy you said that because like many people, they are in different religions and they're mm -hmm. searching. Some people are searching for power and searching for answers, but that void in our hearts only belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. And God is even raising up people and God has a remnant people that are really living right and preaching this word, preaching the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, where people are going to get saved. You know, the harvest is so plentiful, but the laborers are few and God has laborers right now on the, the harvest field, lab, you know, laboring and mm -hmm. uh, getting people saved and delivered. And people are looking at us because we are the light, right? Of this world because Christ is shining through us. So God is sending us out to be a light in, in dark places. So there is, it's crazy what God is even doing in this season where people that would never even go to church, never even read their Bible will look at some of us mm -hmm. and they be like, wow, 
how are you so blessed? Even in the pandemic, even in inflation, and they want to serve our God. And they want to get to know the God that we're serving because they see something different on us. Like they can see the light of God or the glory of God shining out of us. And it's just his love. They can feel his love coming out of us as well. And they're getting peace and they're just like, I, I want to know Jesus. So it's a great opportunity to be a soul winner because he who wins souls is wise. So um, your friend is searching, but I pray that she know that Jesus is the solution in the name of Jesus. Yes. Well, we're going to switch things up just a little bit so we will have time to do um, something that we really feel like it's important that we do um, based on the need. Um, there's someone out there, whether or not you feel that because you are in a sinful lifestyle, that you cannot come to God. Remember that you're coming to him. You're not coming to people. You're coming to the creator, our heavenly father, the, the, our Lord of Lord, the host of hosts. We are coming to him. And he is the only one that can save us. He's the only one that can help us fix the problem that we're going through. And it's not, we have to, and like he tells us, put your faith in me, not in men. Men will let us down. God will never leave you nor forsake you. And it is so important that we take this time to close out, but we're going to allow Miss Kimberly to give close us out in prayer. Vanessa, but you go and Miss Kimberly will follow. Miss um, Kimberly, before we close out, I wanted to say thank you so much for joining us and being with us. Please come yeah. back. and to those of you that are watching and listening please don't forget to follow us on our social media outlets please don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button as we don't want you to miss out on our special guests or great topics that we have and we want to thank you all for joining in and also miss kimberly you can take us out in prayer amen amen so i just want to say this like the woman of god said God loves you. He loves you. And nothing can separate God's love for you, no matter what you did. There was a woman in the Bible uh, at Samaria, and she had five husbands, and she encountered the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus just read all her mail. And that blessed her because Jesus talked to someone like her with a past that she was considered sinful. So you may be in sin and be like, there's no way I can live right for God, but God can meet you where you are if you open up your heart and let them in. So the woman of uh, at the well, uh, or the woman in Samaria, she ended up getting, you know, a relationship with Jesus and telling everybody, come see about a man. And Jesus wants to come see about you. So I want to pray today that you just have an open heart and that you just let the Lord Jesus in and just repeat after me that you will confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you will be saved. Amen. Amen. And Jesus is the Lord of your life. I pray that you make Jesus the Lord of your life. And if you're dealing with shame, I bind up shame off of you. I bind up fear off of you. Mm-hmm. I bind up guilt. I bind up church hurt, uh, rejection. I bind it off of you. And I just loose God's peace upon you from the head down to your toes in Jesus' name. I pray that God will keep you. I bind up premature death and sickness and disease. I command by Jesus' stripes, you are healed. And God, I thank you that your people will be encouraged that their faith will not waver in this season. And God, I pray that you refresh every pastor and every person underneath the sound of my voice. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 
And I just want to encourage those people that prayed that prayer of salvation. Welcome to the body of Christ. Please stay connected to Minister Vanessa, Minister Yolanda. Amen. And they, these women are powerful and they will help you uh, in, in the name of the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank everyone for joining us. Have a blessed, blessed day.